0: Teachers, I'm Carly Walton, and this is the Teach Music Online Podcast, a show where you'll find tips and strategies for growing your music studio, whether that's online or in person. Whatever instrument you teach, I'm here for you to help you with your tech, automating business tasks, and social media. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy last day of October. I can't even believe it. Fall is just flying by. Today, I wanted to share a testimonial that somebody left on the podcast through iTunes, and this is from Miss Talia Voice Studio, and she said, I am currently a a vocal music education major in university. I started my teaching business my sophomore year of college. Before I found the TMO podcast, I taught only, in caps, in person, one-on-one lessons and didn't have an efficient way to market my studio. After binging episodes of the TMO podcast, I have updated my studio policy, and put in an incentive for referring me to a friend. Now, if a current student refers me to their friend, they get a free lesson. I have a website now too. At first, I only did my business through Facebook, and in November, I will be teaching my first online expressive singing workshop. I'm so excited. I never thought I would be able to be a full-time college student and studio owner at the same time. Thank you so much, Carly, for being an inspiration to us new studio owners. Well, thank you, Talia, for leaving your review, and congrats on creating an awesome, expressive singing workshop. I think you should email me a little more about that. I want to hear. I thought it would be fun today to talk about organization and organizing your studio, decluttering, decluttering your brain (laughs) with all the things you have going on, and I actually was kind of laughing to myself. I think I thought of this topic and wrote out this episode because I am currently just six weeks away from having another little baby. And so I'm 34 weeks pregnant and I am in this mode where I'm just organizing my whole life. <laughs> I love organizing anyway, but definitely right now I'm trying to declutter our house and get ready to have this baby in our home, but it's been a fun time around here trying to keep organized. It's hard to keep up with kids and how fast they grow and the toys and the crafts and the all the holiday things. Anyway, we've had a lot of fun around here. So why not talk about organizing our music teaching, organizing from everything from your business to your music, to your activities, all of the things that you have in your business. And I love Talking about this because I feel like as you spend time organizing, you can remember how much you love what you do because you have a much clearer. Um, space for thinking and creating. We can create more when we're organized. We are happier when we're organized. We are less stressed when we're organized. So, if you've been putting off organizing some of these things that we're going to talk about today, this is me reminding you that you can do it. And I'm going to give you basically four different levels of of your organization of music teaching organization. So. You get to choose which level you're at and what the next step is for you, but I thought introducing this in levels could help you kind of understand, okay, I I don't need to do all the things, but I can start at level one or maybe you're all the way in level four. So let's go ahead and dive right in. We're first going to talk about level one of music teaching organization. The, le- the first level is creating a series of spreadsheets and these spreadsheets are going to help you organize everything in your studio. So you should have a spreadsheet for all of your students for maybe their registration information, anything, any information you need to know about them, like emails, parents' names, addresses, permissions that you have from them. So that's your student list if you use google forms for student registration it will automatically create a spreadsheet for you every time a new student registers and you can just keep all of that information in one place in google drive so hopefully you've done that already but if you haven't and you're still using a pdf that you email over and they send or maybe even have a paper pdf i would highly encourage you to move away from that and start using google forms it's easier for your the student to sign up, and it's easier for you because you don't have to re-enter all of their information into a spreadsheet. Another spreadsheet you should create is your teaching curriculum. The teaching curriculum is flexible. I had someone, I teach this in the, in the course, in the Teach Music Online course online, and somebody recently commented and said, I don't think I can create a curriculum because I use different materials to cater to different students, and I... I wanted to reemphasize to her and to everyone that your curriculum does not have to be one method or one curriculum that you use for every single student. The A better way to think about it is that you are helping your students reach milestones. So whether that's theory, maybe you have theory levels that all your students go through and you have music that goes along with those maybe a a variety of music or maybe you do have a level 1 through 10 for your for your teaching and underneath each level you can place different materials that will go with those levels for example you could have under level 3 your fundamentals of piano theory level 3 book if you use the Keith Snell books I love those and under that you have several level three books that fit the level three description so maybe you want them and then you also have your improvisation activities and your composition and your sight reading and your music history and your music theory so that as you have students moving through your studio you can refer to your spreadsheet and quickly see what books are options to them in the next level You don't have to go rummaging through your music or thinking about which students are where, but you can, and then I'm kind of going quickly here, sorry. But you could also add to that list as you find new materials. Spreadsheets can be forever long if you wanted. But having an or having a way to organize your music, your activities, your milestones, your theory videos, if you have assignments in one place is going to save you so much time in the future. So much time. So that's that is level one. Oh, and sorry, one more love, one more spreadsheet to create is a list of of all of the music you have students ever purchase with links on Amazon. Now, you could put those Amazon links in your curriculum spreadsheet, or you could have them as separate spreadsheet pages. And this just makes it really easy after a lesson to email over to the parent the link for them to go and purchase it on Amazon. So you don't have to go look it up every single time, it's right there, it's ready to go. You could even have it in a notes app on your phone so you could. You could text it to the parent during the lesson. It's just a way to make it so that you're not having to go and find it every single time. We're trying to automate what you do as much as we can to save you time. Okay, level two of studio organization is to utilize Google Drive and digitize all of your music. This is a process. It's something that you won't be able to do in a day or even a week probably, but digitizing all of your music will allow you to view your music from your iPad, your computer, your phone, somebody else's phone. It's just a really great way to have all of your music in one location so that if you need to travel, you need to go out of town for work or you end up moving someday, You have everything there. So why digitize it? You would want it digitized so that you can screen share music with your students during lessons. You can attach music to your lessons in an app like Tenara or Practice Space. You can use that music for future students if you've made notes on it. It's just a really nice way to be able to see everything. If you're using Google Drive, you wanna make sure you can find everything easily and you wanna make sure you label everything really well. So for example, you're digitizing all of your favorite books, you would not just put on it level 2A, you would put level 2A performance book, level 2A lesson book, level 2A theory book, whatever it is, you need to be very specific. And I would even add level, I would say Faber level 2A theory book, because some of you might have multiple method books that you like to use um, between Royal Conservatory, um, FJH books, I don't know, Melody Bober's books. There's just so many. So just make sure you put that composer's name or the publisher's name in the title along with what the book is. How do you digitize? You can use a scanner, of course, if you have a printer with a scanner, but even faster would be an app called Genius Scan. I I digitized probably 40 to 60 books, 50 books, um, several years ago, and used them on my iPad while I was traveling, so I didn't have to carry books around, and I used Genius Scan. So Genius Scan, it just uses your phone the camera on your phone and you basically take pictures of each page and what you can do is create a batch import and you can take pictures of an entire book and then save it as a PDF so that you're not having to put them all together later on if that makes sense. So you're batch importing photos of an entire book and then exporting it as a PDF. So then you're going to email yourself the PDF from your phone with the title and then go into your inbox, download the PDF, drag and drop it into Google Drive, into the right folders. So then we talk about folders in Google Drive. You can have a piano music folder. Within that folder, you can have several folders. I would say level one books, level two books, level three books, or you could separate it by method book series if if that's easier for you. Think it through so that you use these books and you can find them easily. Okay, level three of your teaching organization is utilizing a program like Practice Space or Tenara. These are both apps that allow you to create lesson assignments to reuse for future students. When you do that, you are going to save yourself a lot of time in the future and on top of that, provide really fantastic value for your students because they are getting a very well thought out lesson versus on the fly something on the fly so that means you are creating let's say you're teaching a sonatina and it's four pages long and you know this sonatina you're going to assign to 10 more students in the next couple of years so it's taking the time to make notes maybe create a video and create a lesson plan for that Sonatina that's generic, meaning you're not mentioning the student's name. And then in the future, you can pull that lesson and attach it to the student's practice assignments for the week. If if this is like totally over your head, maybe you're not familiar with these apps, but these apps allow you to do that, um, to create a library to pull from them, there are other apps as well. I'm only mentioning two, but I know um, Musico does it as well, and there are so many others. I think even my music staff, you're a lot. You can create lesson assignments there as well. So, so many ways for you to utilize these tools and resources to save the work you're doing and reuse it in the future, which is ultimately going to save you a ton of time. I will link everything I'm mentioning as well in the show notes. So when you're done listening, you go, you can go click on that link and check out Tanara Practice Space if you haven't used them yet. Okay, level four of organizing, getting organized is using a productivity tool like Notion, asana is another one i use notion notion is basically a space where you can create notes documents um, le- it's just it's it's an online portal basically to everything in your mind and your brain so like my podcast script right now lives inside notion all of my podcast organization is inside notion all of my my whole family life Um, finances, I do all of my journaling in Notion, I do all of my course creation, so my new course, Course Creator for Musicians, was all created within Notion. You can create templates that you reuse, add links, There's just an endless opportunity here to customize a space that really works for you. So previous to me having everything organized in Notion, I was just using Google Drive. And I still use Google Drive for certain things, but Notion is next level um, being able to visually see what you what you're working on you can create to-do lists all kinds of things i'm working on some tutorials if you're a tmo member i am creating some tutorials and templates on notion to help you get your life organized in notion as well because honestly it's been amazing i think it's been now i think i've been using it for two and a half years um or no, I've been using it for a year and a half, that's right, um, to just keep everything organized and anyone that I work with, I can share pages with them. Anyway, it's a fantastic productivity tool if you're looking for one and it's free. Also, I when I first got it, I probably binge watched, I don't know, a dozen YouTube videos, <laughs> <laughs> on it to learn how to use it because it's so customizable. It's, it's a little bit overwhelming because you really can create anything with it. <laughs> so get on YouTube if you want to learn a little bit more about Notion organizing and creating tables and spreadsheets, whatever you want. <laughs> but I wanted to mention it here because if you have a brain like me and you need things written out, you need like a dashboard where you can see what you're working on and your to-do lists, this is your answer it's just your answer. (laughs) So let me recap really quick those four levels. Level one was creating a series of spreadsheets, student lists, curriculum, and music. Level two was digitizing all of your music and organizing it within Google Drive. Level three was saving your lesson assignments to reuse for future students in an app like Tanara or Practice Space. And level four is really organizing everything in one space and the productivity tool that I recommend is Notion and I will link that as well. So before we leave, I wanted to mention two more things to you. The first one is to remember it's one step at a time. Focus on the materials that you already have and what you currently, what currently is kind of cluttering your mind and your space. So maybe today that means just organizing your studio so you can start taking pictures in your space. Do you need to put away those books that have stacked up on your shelves? Do you need to get rid of some of the books? Do you need to give them to students, ones you don't use frequently anymore? Um, Is it maybe about organizing your room and how it's laid out, or organizing all of your tech. <laughs> so what? think about your physical space first. And then moving through these different levels, which level are you at and what can you do this week? Or what can you start playing around with to see if it helps you? We didn't even talk today about billing or invoicing or business or any of those types of organization, but there's so many apps for those as well. And then the second thing I want you to think about is to create and organize your brain, your studio in a way that it's easy to go back to things and use them again. That is the whole purpose, is we don't wanna have to rummage through our computers to look for things or rummage through music or rack your brain because honestly, those are the things that could keep you up at night. Those are things that occupy your mind when you're with your family. Am I right? Like those are things that if you can if you can declutter, um, are are just going to help you feel all around more at ease with your business. And then we move on to all the marketing and all the fun things and all the studio fun. Um, But it's really hard to get there if you aren't organized. So stop putting it off, focus on one thing at a time, and you'll be amazed with the clarity and just the overall easiness it brings to you in your studio. I hope that this was helpful to you. I'm so happy to connect with you and I'm so grateful that you listen to the Teach Music Online podcast. This, we're coming up on, let's see, yeah, we're coming up on episode 100, which is really, really fun for me. I love doing this show. I think it allows me this opportunity to think about the success that I've had, but also the success I see in hundreds of teachers that I currently work with inside the Teach Music Online membership. I hope you have a fantastic week. Happy November almost. What a, fa- what a fun time of year to spend with family and students and so many fun things going on. So I'm wishing you the best week ever. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you later. If you've been frustrated with online teaching or feeling discouraged about how slow it feels to grow your studio, then I would love to invite you to join me inside the Teach Music Online membership. Our online membership includes multiple courses, helping you with your tech, marketing systems, scheduling and payments, new student onboarding, engagement tactics, scheduling, and so much more. All of this so that you can finally feel excited and confident in what you're building as a music teacher. With hundreds of video lessons, twice monthly live coaching calls, and a thriving, optimistic community, we are here to get you where you want to be. We now also offer additional courses, including Course Creator for Musicians and Studio Website Builder. To join us today, head over to teachmusic.online, and I can't wait to see you there.